Hey, this is Johnny Diaz, and I am your host for My Daily Briefing, a 365-day chronological journey through Scripture designed to make the Bible make sense. Day 25, Jacob wins by losing. Jacob had finally broken free from the relationship that had held him hostage for more than 20 years. But he had another relationship that required God's intervention. Jacob's actions as a young man caused his brother Esau to despise him. And Esau had threatened his life. But Jacob had escaped and run hundreds of miles away to live with his uncle Laban. Now God was sending him home. And he was terrified. Jacob sent messengers ahead to let Esau know that he was coming. And he hoped that by now Esau's heart would have softened. But when the messengers returned, all they said was, Your brother Esau is on his way to meet you, and there are 400 men with him. This news was not comforting. It sounded like his brother had gathered an army and was ready to destroy him. And it was no wonder his mother, Rebekah, never contacted him. See, she had promised to send Jacob word when Esau's anger subsided, but he never heard from her. So Jacob's fear grew worse. Resorting to his old habits, he came up with his own plan. First, he divided everyone and everything he owned into two groups. That way, if Esau came after one group, the other group could escape. And after he had made an attempt to fix things himself, he prayed. In his prayer, Jacob reminded God that God was the one who had encouraged him to return home and that God had promised to take care of him and make him prosperous. He thanked God for all that he had already done and begged God to save his family. Jacob selected many goats, sheep, camels, cows, and donkeys to offer as gifts, and he sent them ahead one herd at a time, hoping that they would pacify his brother. Then he sent his family and the rest of his possessions across the large Jabbok River that separated him from Esau. And this would prove to his brother that he had no plans to retreat. Jacob stayed behind for a little while to spend some alone time. But he wasn't alone. A man who turned out to be an angel of God, perhaps even Jesus himself, showed up and grabbed him. And Jacob fought back, and they wrestled all night. And since Jacob wouldn't give up, the man finally touched his thigh and dislocated his hip. Even though he was unable to fight, Jacob still wouldn't let go. He realized this man was a representative from God. And the angel could have ended the wrestling match at any time, but he wanted Jacob to recognize and admit his weakness. He wanted Jacob to know that God was in control and that he was not. And Jacob finally got it and begged the man for a blessing. And the man changed Jacob's name to Israel, meaning God rules, and then he blessed him. Jacob named the place Peniel, meaning God's face. He said, I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. See, he finally understood that he was not the one in charge of his life or his destiny. God was. And for the first time, he realized that it was God he had been wrestling with his whole life. From then on, Jacob walked with a limp. And that would be a permanent reminder to let God take control. Jacob lost the wrestling match, but in fact, he had won by finally giving control of his life to God. So here's the question. Do you struggle with control issues? 
Are you always trying to figure out ways to fix things? Have you ever felt God battling with you for control? When we wrestle with God, we can't win until we're willing to lose. He always knows what is best for us. See, 1 Corinthians one twenty five reminds us of that. The foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. My Daily Briefing was written by my mom, Gwen Divers. Now, if you find value in this podcast and think others would as well, please take a second to like, share, and subscribe. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, 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 o